Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on Drag Race, Race España. Spania. Season so, 2. Yes. So, <laughs> let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Podcast. Clank. Okay. This is as much of a surprise to me <laughs> as it probably is to all of you listeners out there wondering, what the hell, what is this podcast? This isn't season 14. We are dropping our brand new review of Drag Race España because we loved the first season so much. I mean, we did. We did. We loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, th- the thing is, when we discuss and when we review overseas um, non-English speaking different That's cultures, the thing, when it's not English sometimes, language. yeah, sometimes we can lose a lot of the cultural nuances in the I think that's true I think that's true but also we're just amazingly insightful and we observe <laughs> the tiniest details with such kind of like witty scrutiny mm. that like of course we're going to bring something to the table yeah <laughs> this is Drag Race España from the eyes of the the western people well from a Kiwi and a Brit the Western people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who know nothing of what they talk about <laughs> when it comes to drug But still, we loved it so much. And I, we have both been to Spain. We are I both mean, appreciators of Spanish culture. So therefore, we're qualified to judge <laughs> yeah, their drag. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I enjoyed a gay weekend at Sitges, um, <laughs> whoring my body around on the beach, just like showing everyone my, you know, my skin is my angles. So therefore, uh-huh. I know all about their drag. I love Pedro Almodovar films, therefore I'm very, very qualified. I like tapas. Yeah, we I do love tapas. So therefore, I I know Spain. Tom, that well, is not it. We are not. Well, do you know what? I'm gonna say like we did ha- actually have some people asking if we were gonna cover, and here we are. So we're a little bit late. It's been a busy week, but we've got here, and because I can't we're, we've wait. We've been debating. We've been debating whether or not we should do it. Okay, do you know what I hear from you right now? Bit more in. Enthusiasm, no more debate. <laughs> okay, we're here, Paolo. Just accept it. The mics are on. I'm recording. Yes. So let's just. I mean, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Um, I've seen the obviously the cast reveal. It looks like an amazing, glamorous, vivacious bunch of queens, and I can't wait to meet them. What do yeah. you think? Well, let's just get into let's it. Let's get into let's it. Let's just get into Drag Race España yeah. season two. We're um, kicking off with the entrance looks mm-hmm. and we're going to just go, what do we think about the entrance looks? And then who is she though? Which who basically is, is what is her vibe? What are we getting from her? Who as, is she? As, as, as a drag queen. Okay. So the first queen um, to walk in is this fabulous Samantha Ballantyne. Oh, lovely. Samantha Ballantyne. I mean, to me, I'd, like in terms of her look, she's given me kind of, she's a bit rock and roll with the leather jacket. There's the the swimming costume, sort of leotard ensemble. I love her hair. She's very glamorous. I think I get more like personality from her than, than look. Yeah. You know? The thing, usually when I see a queen, whenever we get queens who are full of flavor, mm-hmm. full of personality, you know, queens like bag of chips yeah. or like poopy poison. Yeah. I don't expect them to be as polished as what I'm seeing from Samantha here. She's she's giving me bags of personality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She is going to be um, the the energy board. She's going to be the person who just brings everything together. She's going to be the narrator. 
from what yes. I'm getting. She's just she's just full of personality. She's giving me body, oddy, oddy. She's um, very glamorous, but like in a kind of, um, and I mean this in a complimentary way, in a brassy way. She's very brassy, you know? Brassy? Brassy, just like a kind of like down-to-earth sense of glamour, I would say. You know, she. this is the girl who, who you know, she walks into the club and, you know, the party starts. That's who I see. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a vibe. She's, she's a, a vibe. vibe. She's a mood. She's the moment. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, yeah, from, from what I'm getting, I would go to her show. And can we just say that, wow, they're giving them drinks? <laughs> like, go for it. Drag Race yeah. España. Get them drunk as soon as they can. I want drama from the get-go. Br- I want to tell a novella <laughs> as soon as I can. A branch of the franchise after our own hearts. Next up, we got Onyx. Now, this is an entrance look. So to me, this is very reminiscent to me of... You're not a big Star Wars fan, are you? I've not seen Star Wars. I mean, that's something we've got to work on. Um, but <laughs> um, she gives me... So there's um, a, a beautiful, glamorous alien species in Star Wars that have um, twin um, tails coming off their heads called the Twi'leks. And the females in particular are very, very glamorous and beautiful. Um, there was a couple in Jabba's palace, I remember. Ula and Lin Mi, I think. And um, this is exactly what she reminds She's a naked Twi'lek. I love this. This bodysuit with the boobies, the, the the twin tails on her head, the like airbrush details, the makeup. It's all very, very beautiful. I mean, it's it's very alien-esque. It's, it's very, it's, I mean, there's a cosplay, would you say? I don't know. In my mind, I don't make a huge distinction between like cosplay and, I mean, some queens definitely market themselves on like everything is a sci-fi or comic reference. So you could say that she's like veering into that territory, but I see it as her glamorous drag take on a sci-fi theme. Okay. I, I love this look. I think it's fantastic. I'm curious to see what else she's going to give um, from this look. It just reminds me of, I mean, she does, um, Samantha says it's giving Dragon Ball, Dragon yeah, Ball Z. And I it's like, you know, it. it's like characters like um, Majin Buu or Kid Buu or, you know, that that, that kind of character there. But a, a very, it, it is a villain. For me, it's a, it's a glamorous gay alien villain, um, the queen of fantasy. And I love what she said about Samantha. She says, Samantha has a mouth like a machine gun. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I really love that. And they do a lovely little booby kiss. I, I don't think she's giving me um, villainess. I think she's giving me like wild card. She's the one who's a bit of a chaotic neutral. I she's mean, she's the crystal method yes. type character. She's the Sharon Needles, isn't it? They, the quirky girl, the quirky girl. She's definitely a girl with a different point of reference when it comes to fashion. And uh, really looking forward, to, based on what she's walked in on, I can't wait to see what she brings next. Vanita, oh, sorry, Venedita Von Dash. Venedita Von Dash. So she walks in giving me kind of like Cruella de Vil and Mugler. Um, I... She's, she's a bearded queen, but like it takes a moment to clock the beard. It's more like, come on, chin strap. It's, 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 yeah, it's giving me pearl. It's giving <laughs> yeah, me pearl entrance, yes. isn't it? Come on, chin strap. Um, she's, I mean, that's brown cow stunning. And that it's is a zebra just, deer and it's black and white. <laughs> I mean, I saw the lines and I thought, cow, stunning. <laughs> if you see a cow that looks like this, you should be suspicious of it. Levaka, moo, levaka. <laughs> I know levaka because... Um, Valentina. V- Valentina, she <laughs> sang that <laughs> song. Levaka, moo. Um, she just looks very pretty. I think she's got the capacity to serve glamour, but you know, when you see a, um, a bearded queen, there's always a suggestion there's a little something extra, there's a little edge of some kind that's not conventional glamour. Um, so yeah, 
I think she looks cool. I think she looks glamorous. Um, looking forward to seeing what she brings. Next up, we got Drag Settlers. So, I mean, you only have to say one look at her to know that she's Drag Volcano's drag daughter, right? Well, you take one look at her and you know that she's from the Canary, it, Islands. The Canary Islands, yeah, yeah, yeah. is what I would say. But I think we heard that there was Drag Volcano's daughter. And as soon as she walked out, I was like, okay, that's her. She's wearing the same style of boo. She's very kind of like, remember Drag Volcano? It was, it was all up here. It was all in like the makeup, the headdress, the shoulder pads. And that's exactly what she's serving. But if you ask me... Um, I mean, Drag Volcano was a feast for the eyes. She was absolutely beautiful. But she she's even more... There's even more, like, detail and stuff. I think she looks really, really amazing. Absolutely. This the, is a stunning way to present yourself to the, the world. It's very kind of the Madonna, isn't it? It's very like Jean-Paul Gaultier. Um, they, there was that... Uh, that runway with all the the kind of Madonnas, the Mother of Christs, with the headpieces and the Catholic sort of symbolism. Mm, okay. there's, there's all that going on. It's walking art, uh, art, art, art. Art. Did somebody mention art? Because first of all, disclaimer: like by episode two, everyone calm down. I will know the pronunciation of these coins. <laughs> this is very last minute, so, so so work with us here. Work with us here. Oh, she's saying that the the a part of the. Um, the reference is that apparently in 2017 she did a performance that referenced Mary, the mother of Christ, that people were offended. I mean, there's a lot of Catholicism in Spain, isn't there? So I do think perhaps, like in Italy, it's probably quite frowned upon to blaspheme. Mm. Yeah? Sure. I'm not from there. No, just, you know, posing the question. Now, who have we got next? Next up, we've got Estrella Star Extravaganza. I think it's probably Estrella. Estrella. Yeah. I like paella. But, and also like the beer. <laughs> oh, I just think paella. Well, I love this entrance look. It's so, Estrella Star Extravaganza. But Estrella is Spanish for star, isn't it? Tom, because I'm brown, it doesn't mean I speak the language. <laughs> it's like you're looking at me to confirm or deny anything. Just, I'm like, Tom, I am not Spanish. <laughs> I am I, I, I am not My name is Paolo, yes, but I am not. I'm just trying to include you, okay? Um, now, this look is pure like Lee Bowery does Carmen San Diego, right? Yeah, but mm. Carmen Sinek's head will be a, a bit big, uh, larger than that. Okay, I mean, it's pretty big heart. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, she she looks like a walking glory hall. Well, yeah, from from that challenge on season five. But that reminds me very strongly. Of Remember it. the challenge yeah, of yeah, season yeah. five? That's what the I lip thought. Yeah, one. the lip sync one where they had to. Um, that that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it reminds me of a very specific photo of Lee Bowery where he had huge overdrawn lips, and it, I think he'd held his mouth open with like um, safety pins or something. Um, I do think, and she also gives me, I mean, I'm not saying this just because she's a bigger girl. Like I'm getting divine vibes out of her like humor and her movement and stuff. Okay. I love this entrance look. I think it's fantastic. This, this PVC and the paint, it's all glorious. We, so many of these girls are like highly artistic, I think, to look at. Yeah, it's, this is a very good costume. It's a very good um entrance look. I do like it. Um, I love the commitment to it as well. I mean, she's going to be sweating buckets underneath that, right? Well, the other girls do actually pass comment on that, unfortunately. And, you know, it must be really, really difficult to be wearing head-to-toe PVC. <laughs> she, she's very, give me very... Have you ever? Have you ever? What, one PVC? Yeah. No. Or what's the other material? It's just PVC, isn't it? Or PVC or like vinyl. Yeah, have you ever worn anything like that? No. I have never, but I, I've never 
wanted to be i mean that material is just very constricting and very like not breathable yeah i mean it's 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 usually associated with fetish wear isn't it i think the the idea is that the sense of restriction is kind of you know also erotic okay anyway um she, she she seems like a larger than life character. She's quick to read a bit. She says that really funny comment about the other girl's pause. It's it's very very. She's very funny. I think. I think we're gonna get a lot of laughs. She'll be good at reading. Next up, we've got Ariel Rick. Now Ariel Rick comes in looking like if Pebbles from the Flintstones grew up and joined not the holograms but the misfits. <laughs> we are the misfits. Our songs are better. I agree. I agree. Mm. Um, I just saw like a um, a Flintstones adored Lano. Yes, very that. Yeah, yeah. This is Color Queen's daughter. She is. So we've got more family. We've got Drag Volcano's daughter. We've got Killer Queen's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Killer Queen was a fantastic competitor. Absolutely slept on the majority oh, of this. Totally slept on the majority of season one. I do. Um, I do want to say um, that. Oh gosh, I don't know what I want to say anymore. No, I've got no the the red hair Ariel. Is that from the Little Mermaid? Oh yeah, perhaps yeah. I guess <laughs> they're joking about never having seen her in heels. What do you, What do you mean? A few of the girls say, "Oh, it's the first time I've seen her wear high heels." I'm surprised she's wearing stilettos. Oh, hmm. is she, well, that, that is very Adore Delano kind of grunge type drag. Well, maybe that is her thing. Maybe she isn't into like conventional high glamour, and she's a bit more grungy riot girl. Um. She looks glamorous to me. I love that makeup. Well, she she did come and try and uh, not start something, but she 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 has a silver tongue, from what I can see. Yeah, she's got a silver tongue. Some of the other girls seem to be a little derisive about her. Talk to me about Marina. I love this entrance look. This is very Jean Jean Paul Gaultier kind of nautical. Absolutely, but I just I saw. Hugathio. There's something. Hugathio loved that kind of geometric bob, and there's something similar in the kind of um, in the vibe in the in the vibe, but also in the face. There's like a narrowness, and there's the the cheekbones and stuff. So I can see where you're coming from, and you know, not a conventional sense of glamour, a more artistic take on things. I think she looks really interesting. I think she looks like a potentially really arty, fashion-forward queen. Um, just she looks effortlessly chic, is what I would say. She's um, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She is gorgeous. I, I I do like the outfit. The outfit's nice. What vibe do I get from her? She's going to be the 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 Ugathio of the season. She's going to be the um the artistic uh, drag queen whose mind we're going to marvel yeah, at. Yeah, I think she's going to be a bit more cerebral and artistic, isn't she? Yeah, I'm just hoping that this queen can also do everything else. Do you know what I mean? Like when Ogathio mm. had to do performance, it was kind of, from what I remember, oh, it wasn't the best. Her, she's talking lip syncs, isn't she? Ariel is quite quick to read. She seems to be coming for Marina a bit as well. <laughs> I, I, I get the vibe from Ariel. She's just like there to make a bit of a splash and like stir the pot a little bit. Because <laughs> she's a mermaid. Oh, get it, girl. My Come mind. through. My mind. Um, Ariel is, yeah. She's mm. that girl. She's that girl. I knew she was. I knew she She's was. She's that girl. Now, yeah. next up, we got Tom. Um, is it a, a, a J-O-T-A? Is it Yota? Um, Karayota? Let's see. Let's just, let's just turn this up. <laughs> Screw the time. Yota Karayota. Did you say Hota? Or? Oh, my Hota. 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 So she's Hota Karahota. 
Okay, here we go. And um, yeah, and by next week we will know. Because <laughs> I, I feel like we should know how to pronounce the names, Tom. We will get there. Yeah, we will get there. We'll get there by the end of this episode. I will have it down. My tongue is made if for maneuvering not, around sound. If anybody's not gathered, we're actually doing something a bit new and watching them come in in real time. Yeah. So if anybody's wondering, oh yeah. So we're actually just watching it. Yeah. On on quiet. We're on mute <laughs> as the queens are coming in. We're looking at them. We're reading the subtitles and we're just we're just podcasting. So there's some beef as well between Jota and Estrella. Estrella. Yeah. It seems to be some sort of online beef and drama. Jota seems I mean, I love her look. She's very flamenco inspired. I love how she's um really serving Spain, you know. I would look at her and think, she is from Spain. She's serving me flamenco beauty. She is gorgeous. I do think this is a gorgeous. The makeup is gorgeous. Yeah. I, I like the hair. I like it all. Okay. Next up, we got um Marisa Prisa. Hold on. We're gonna have to. I need, I need to hear how they say this. <laughs> We're listening very intense. Marisa Prisa. Marisa Prisa. Marisa Prisa. Um, so we got Marisa Prisa, and I just want to say this, just from watching her walk and move as someone who um you know you know dances about movement you and it's about control and moved, haven't you i just want to say there's some there's a certain way that she holds herself that shows to me a lack of kind of body awareness but then mm. stripping back even further perhaps confidence yeah there's this- just there's just something in the way that she walked and presented that line that unsure the word is unsure that's it that's the word that sprung to my mind as well she's a bit unsure of herself um there may you know she's just walked onto you know a branch of the biggest drag platform in the world so she could just be feeling her nerves but um i mean she's pretty she is pretty she's lovely i don't really know what to say about her outfit um but let's see if she blossoms you know she doesn't really get much screen time no no. Next up, we have Diamante Mary Brown. Diamante is fabulous, isn't she? She walks in with huge amount of confidence. She's serving body. So almost like a kind of Mugler-esque um, bodysuit. She's from the Dominican Republic. Yes. She um, She just... that. I mean, what do you think about the look? Be honest. I think... For your entrance look, come in ready for anything. I think it's smart I, to wear a leotard. I, I feel like she's she's coming expecting a lip sync. Yeah. Like, well, I, well you, you should expect anything. You could get blasted by a fan, dunked in water, jumping from a high place. Um, it, it, she strikes me that she's potentially a mover, don't you think? The way she struts in well, and poses. Oh, yeah, but she's obviously, she's got beef with Iota. There, there are, there is so much beef going go. on. These girls. These girls know each other. Oh, oh, her, oh, Shido. No, I love how they're not trying to confound any of our expectations about Spanish girls being like passionate and dramatic. So the drama is <laughs> Yota called her or her group Frog Queens, frog and then queens. <laughs> and then um. So then I think Diamante took it to online and this is the first time i guess they're seeing some each other face to face and it's just a bit there's a bit of awkwardness there i don't know i don't know i want to see how it evolves i need to see how it evolves is it an insult to be called a frog queen or is that just disparaging to frogs if you take offense to that 
I don't want to play this game, Tom. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to. Don't. I, I'm not here for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next up, we got... Okay, I need to hear how this is pronounced. I mean, she is beautiful. She is all woman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't piss off my pussy. I haven't put it in yet. So it's straight away. So she is trans, I reckon. She is a gorgeous trans. Tom, uh, did you hear how she said her name? Judici. 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 A trans She's a girl. Trans wow, woman. that's lovely. Representation. Come on, girl. I mean, I could. You could just tell straight away she walked in. I mean, she walked in. I was. I was actually like, um, have we got? I was an like, a- Sigourney Beaver. I thought, have we got an AFAB queen? Actually. Yeah. Um, but she's a gorgeous trans woman and she looks amazing. And it's kind of like Rococo pattern, sort of. Um, do you know, there's a few of the girls who've gone for like a really artistic, quite whited out face paint. And she's one of them. Um, very, is very that beautiful. a stylistic choice with makeup or is that just I haven't been on TV? So <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm still painting for the stage. She looks like a burlesque performer. I think she is a burlesque performer. I think she's got like a bit of a gothic vibe about her. So I think I think it's a stylistic choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the vibe I get from her? Um, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful, glamorous, and like you say, she's got that kind of like burlesque vibe. I think she put in a very sensual lip sync. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where her talent lies. And kind of, I think like her and Bosco movements. will be oh, along yes. the same in the same Ooh. world in terms of their performance styles. Yes, I would love to see them lip sync against each other. It'd be beautiful, right? Pure. Be, it would be. Pure they'd sex. both be doing six. Sex. It would be six. But you know what? Sex sells. So. Next up, the last queen that we have she is... She eats that Padron pepper hole as well. We, we, the last queen is, is Sharon or Sharon? No, Sharon. Gives, Sharon? She gives me such kind of um, veteran, consummate professional vibes. And she comes in dressed as an Oscar. So she oh. knows what she's doing. And the Oscar goes to... She's <laughs> she does I mean that bodysuit is nice, the makeup's nice. Sharon. 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 From Barcelona. Sharon. Um, she's serving beauty, she's serving veteran entertainer. Um and from the outset the other girls are like she's fierce competition. I think she's a bit like Poopy Poison. I think she's like big news who's well known yeah. in the Spanish drag scene and she's one to watch. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, again, the same thing I said about Samantha is that a lot of the times nowadays when I see these, um, I want to say old school type queens mm-hmm. come in, I don't expect their drag to be um, drag race polished. Do you know what I mean? Because, uh, because their, their career has been built exactly. on performance. There yeah. it is. Their, their career has been um, built as a entertainer. Their career has been built as a, as a comedian, as yeah. a host, as a performer. And it's only quite recently that we've the expectation of drag queens to look in inverted commas yeah. fish um yeah that's that's because of drag race so when i do see these queens come in i'm always like oh wow we, we really see it with the international seasons i think where a lot of the especially veteran girls who are not generation drag race bring their own old school sensibility based on performance and yeah they've built their career without the need to look like instagram ready 
Um, and also the the drag race aesthetic has not been placed upon them so much because they're international queens. I think we see it a lot with UK girls. Yeah. The, this is the cast for season two. I think they're fantastic. They're really... Uh, they feel really... like there's. I feel like there's lots of representation of different kinds of drag in here. Just from the entrance, mm-hmm. um, the way that you saw them talk, the way that you saw them conversate, conversate, the jokes that they had, the reading, the vibe, the moments, the outfits, everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to give me your top four Ooh, just top four. from this walk, just from the entrance. Um, Sharon, she's yep. just got that vibe. I think she's going to murder the conversation. Onyx, I think, has something really special as perhaps a look queen. Okay. Um, who else? Who else, I wonder? I don't know. Just like Samantha just has a vibe about her. Yep. Like she could do well in comedy challenges and stuff. Okay. And I feel like maybe Diamante could just be like a fierce lip sync assassin. Hmm. Okay. I agree with you with Samantha, Sharon, and... I, I, I mean, who was um, who's the daughter of Killer uh, Queen or Volcano? Volcano, Seth Lass. Seth Lass, I think Seth Lass. Okay. And I want to see um, is it Hyota? Killer Hyota. Yota so, feels like a girl who's yeah, going to she, she, yeah. She's going to stir There's things There's something up. about her yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. feeling, that I'm liking. So those are my top four, just okay. from that moment. But um, let's watch the rest of the episode and see if we get a, a better feel of these characters. Um, let's talk about what we've seen. So we've seen just up until we haven't seen the runway yet. No, we've seen Supreme looking gorgeous. Oh, it's like something happens whenever they renew the season that they're like, okay, we're renewing it. Now you get a makeup artist. Yeah. Now you get to look pretty. She looks absolutely stunning. We loved Supreme a lot last season. She's a really great judge and she's got like a real sense of warmth and heart about her. Absolutely. She's not like a detached judge. No, um, no, no, no. She's nice. She's in there. Oh, yeah. She's one of the people. She's one of the people. She's one of the people. Um, I want to say that Diamante, because the mini challenge is a photo shoot, so. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't it's need a, a she didn't need to come ready for season 13's uh, lip sync extravaganza on the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what? We stand a girl because if you ready, if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. She was ready. <laughs> so they're in the mini challenge. They're imitating a Goya painting. I wasn't really aware of La Macha, and it's this beautiful Rubenesque nude. But I always think with Goya, I associate him with really dark paintings like that satin devouring his son you know that mm. one the, because he had that really dark period didn't he but i guess he's done other beautiful and like more light-hearted drawings paintings yeah, the, the more and more i talk to him you're very cultured not really you're very cultured Tom. not really you know everything about fashion is <laughs> as seen on his instagram uh social media mogles over here. Social media Mugler. Uh, if you haven't yet uh, followed us on our Instagram, please do so. Spilling the GNT. Also Twitter, which I... Tom, can you just take over both? Because I suck on Twitter. I <laughs> really have, do. I, I don't suck. have the capacity, to. Oh my God. I am so bad. I just... I don't know. I have no excuse. My Instagram basically stops me answering actual messages from friends a lot of the time. So <laughs> I'm not going to take over the Twitter as well. well you just got to repeat what you... Anyway, you know, let's go... So they did the photo shoot, which is, you know, I mean, it was just a fun, I was funny, a fun, silly thing. Fun, silly thing. Did, um, did anybody, were you surprised by the winner? Did you, did anybody else stand out for you? Um, well, the winner was... Estrella. 
Australia, yeah. and um, she's she's obviously a comedy queen, and she um, did the fun thing. She had fun with the sausage boobies had, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she had fun. All I think the girls who had like a good time. With I thought her. it was tacky. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak there, from my heart. I thought it was tacky. I, I feel like a lot of the time when you are embarrassed of something, you try to make, you try to hide behind the humor. What, what was all, all comedians do? Do you know what would have been so powerful what? if she just went up there as a big girl? And shown that this is sexy instead mm. of trying to hide behind the humor, which I feel like I would do because I mean, I'm not thinking I'm not that confident in my body a lot of the times. Oh, I put on weight. I, I, oh, oh, Tom, trust and believe when I lose weight, I'm the most cocky. You do no, not want to see me. You're beautiful all the <laughs> I, time, I overcompensate. I'm like, yes, I look so good. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's snowing, but I'm going for a run <laughs> with my shirt off. Leave me alone. Uh, These speedos, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Polly, you're just going to the grocery store. I know, but it's necessary that I. It's necessary, please. Uh, but, but it's good that she found the humor in it. I'm just saying, I would that would have been a nice side to see. But she does mention because when they're in the workroom, the girls are having a chat, and she does mention how she it made her proud as a big girl to win that challenge. So yeah, she gave it a humorous twist. But you know, she was probably wearing a lot less than some of the others because some of them were wearing complete bodysuits, and she wasn't. Absolutely, you're right. So, you're right. And, uh, Back it up, Bolo. Yeah, Back it up. I mean, leave Back her it alone. right up. What have you got against her straight? I, I had nothing against her. You do? You think she's the villain of the season you've taken against her? No. <laughs> um, what I want to say as well, like the the vibe already feels fun and lighthearted. And I remember Drag Race Hispania season one doing this really, really well. And I think it's partly because, unlike most other seasons, well, actually, I don't know all of them, but let's say unlike the American UK seasons, they're not sequestered separately. The girls in season one, lived in a house together and bonded and became friends. So, Is this the same for season two? Do you know? I would guess so. I would guess so because it, the... Drag Race Hispania season one is one of the highest rated international seasons. People really, really loved it. So why why break the formula? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because they want drama. That's what, that's what I would think I they'll do I don't think there. we'll be short on drama. These girls seem fiery and ready to stir the pot. But for now, they're having lovely chats. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on back there. Maybe they haven't yet moved into the house. Maybe like, like America's Next Top Model, they don't move into the house until they make it. I just noticed one of the girls when they came in said, um, we're, we're already really close. And that, to me, spoke of being able to spend time together off camera. Okay. I don't know. Girl, mm. come through, come in San Diego. <laughs> come, come through, Dora the Explorer. Come through, clues. <laughs> yeah. Come through, investigations. God, this podcast is going in. We're going in. If you, we, we don't drag play around here. Drag detective, I'm coming for your gig. <laughs> You're right. Um, Ariel and uh, Marisa Plisa have a friendship, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Jota is a gypsy. She is. So she's a Roman. She's a Roman gypsy, I think. Tom, she, I want you to talk about it because... Um, I'm from I'm from New Zealand. Gypsies mm. for me, I didn't know anything about gypsies. Yeah, it's not something. I didn't. I um, whenever someone says gypsy, I would think of like someone ethereal or someone like um, Stevie Nicks. Well, who's a white woman? <laughs> She's not a Romany gypsy at all. That's what that's what I would think of. Are you thinking of Cher and Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves? Like? Okay, <laughs> that that was my uh, that's why I take on what gypsies were. It wasn't until I came to the UK that gypsies were real people in a real community. Well, you know, I was. You were telling me about what they're the, the term, uh, about them, and I was like, "Oh, I thought that I didn't think that they still existed." In in the UK, the term is probably used probably incorrectly a lot of the time to describe two different 
traveling communities. In the UK, we do have traveling people of Irish descent, and there are also traveling people of Romani Gypsy descent. Um, and I, from what I can tell, I think Yota is probably of Romani Gypsy descent. And so, yeah, they're a traveling community. They have their own culture. Um, they, yeah, I don't, I can't say profess to know a lot about traveler people like, or gypsy when you people. say traveling community what do they just like they'll move from place to place they they'll they'll, they'll be like a caravan community traditionally traditionally obviously uh, nowadays you do find a lot more traveler communities who settle in you know actual settlements mm-hmm. and that does happen a lot more commonly but the traditional vibe was to to move around different communities and um you know to to, to work in different places and stuff. I can't profess to be an expert, okay. but you Kate, know, it's, it's something that we're aware of. And as, I as know Kate, what you're going to ask. <laughs> I need to know, is Kate a gypsy? So anybody who's out there who does not know where this is coming from, is it the Windsors? Was The it? Windsors. We do really enjoy a Channel 4 comedy show that's a, a parody um, of the royal family called the Windsors. And there's a running joke in that where Kate Middleton and Pippa Middleton are from a gypsy family. But that's that's because I think it's based on, it's probably based on a, like an old trope and it's like a classist joke really where like they're not royal. So to 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 William they're they're the gypsies kind of thing. <laughs> and he always mispronounces the gypsy. Gypsy, you're a gypsy. You're a gypsy. Even though you're a gypsy. Yeah. But, uh, okay, I I thought she was a gypsy from, from watching them. Like, wow. No, no, they're very... She started from the bottom. The Middletons. No, she's the... The Middletons are like minor royals, I'm sure. Although, they're not minor royals. I think they're like upper middle class. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. People say they're social climbers. Mm. Um, but yeah, really interesting as well to bring that perspective and bisexual representation. Great. I'll come through your um, yeah. Um, who has a girlfriend? Tom. She's a girlfriend. She's a Julia. Julia. Yeah, Yota and Julia. It's cute. We got. Uh, I mean, they got the rip- They got the flag here. They got the Rainbow Nation. They got the Rainbow Mafia it's representing l- in this <laughs> cast. Absolutely. They've got trans. They've got non-binary. Marina. They've yeah. got bisexual. Yota. Yeah. Then they've got gay and queer, which I'm assuming there has to be one or two of those <laughs> in the crowd. No, here. I don't know. And drag queens? No, very few. Very few are gay. It's a good cast. Um, shall they're, we? They're really effervescent personalities. I'm already liking them a lot. They are. Mm. They're a nice bunch of queens, and I'm glad we're getting to know them. Yeah, because that's what we do. Mm. This is we pour we pour our heart into this. We fall in love to with get these to girls. know them better. We do. We do. In the musical, would start singing, Tom. Just so you know. <laughs> um, let's go to the runway. Uh, it's time for the runway. The maxi challenge this week is two looks. It is, and I feel like we're going to be learning a lot about Spain because the first look is <laughs> is somebody from your hometown and the second one is a symbol of your hometown. So I love this kind of thing. I think it's, you know, when it's the UK one, we get all the references like, ah, oh, yeah, that's cool and stuff. But I feel like this is going to be more of a learning experience for us. So I'm along for the ride. I'm going to enjoy it. Absolutely. I'm just going to, this is the time in the podcast where I make myself some tea. <laughs> you got yourself a lovely I got, I got. I made me a little miso soup, mm. uh, chili miso soup here. How healthful. Can you hear that? That's me. That's is, me stirring my miso soup. Is that ASMR? Um, so I'm going to be drinking that while you talk about this stuff. But let's, let's we'll just go through the looks. We're going to hear very little of you going forward. Is that right? Is that what you want, Tom? No. Yeah. Is that, is that, are you hinting something? No. Let's get on to it. So the first category is the queen of their hometown. 
Okay, go on. So first up, we have Venedita, um, and she comes out uh, referencing uh, the Lady of Elche, which um, I had one, th- one or two of these things, I will admit, I did a quick Google to see if I got the reference. Um, and this is based on this beautiful bust um, of, a, of a regal woman. Um, and that that's what the headpiece is about. That's what she's symbolizing there. But she's given it her own twist. And like there's these beautiful kind of gold velvet robes and the ornate jewelry and stuff. I think this is a really gorgeous look. I think she's done fantastic. It's almost a bit like a Klimt painting to me. I mean, the headpiece for me looks like two gay, glamorous Mardi Gras wheels. Um, <laughs> okay. Which yes. I, f- I feel, <laughs> I'm ready for it to transform into something. But it is very golden, very like the Emperor's Groove um, mm-hmm. kind of outfit. And I, okay. think, it's, I think it's gorgeous. Yes. I think it's nice. Very, it's, very it's, a good, it's a great look. I like it. Yeah. So that's it's lovely. A, it's a yes. That's definitely a yes. It's a yes. Um, and out comes uh, Jota. Um, so she's talking about um, uh, Rothia Yavado, um, who is an activist. Um, so big news on the kind of like um, Spanish LGBT scene. Um, seems obviously her, her dress to me is very much referencing the 60s because it's kind of like a, a baby doll shift dress. Um, and she speaks about the 70s. So I think she's a, a real kind of like iconic queen of yesteryear. Um, I think this is a really pretty look. Um, she definitely like she's serving a bygone era and yeah I'm sure she looks a lot like I'm a bit unsure on this look maybe it's uh, you're right it's it's referencing something that's come from somewhere she's probably done a drag take of it Mm -hmm. from what I'm seeing it just doesn't look um, all together well the person she's referencing is a drag queen and I think if you picture a drag queen from the 60s or 70s perhaps also in Spanish culture I, I reckon she's this is probably quite accurate. Okay. Yeah. I, I I don't know the reference material. Queens didn't like, you know, again, you know, we were talking a minute ago about kind of like old school versus new mm. school in terms of like level of glamour. They, they just had a different look back then. Okay. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm just judging it at what I'm seeing. Okay. I mean, okay. yeah, it's up to you if you like okay. it or not. I'm ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. I'm ignorant. So you're calling me ignorant. Okay, next up we've got Samantha Ballantines. So uh, Samantha's chosen Miss Mara, who's a trapeze artist um, from her hometown. Um, uh, I I mean, it's very kind of like, you know, she is every inch the trapeze artist, very Vegas glamour. Um you know, she's got this this kind of bodysuit with the with the feather backpack and headdress, and yeah, I can quite imagine her in the circus. Um, so yeah, she looks cool. She looks pretty. Yeah, it's a, it's a very safe look, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what would be nice if? And I, I'll, be, I'll play Michelle Visage here. Is that she? If she could cinch a bit more, yeah. I think it would have played to the theme of what she. I mean, this is a, like a, a circus trapeze burlesque artist. I think to portray more of that look, a cinch and a corset well, would have done wonders for the shape. I guess, like to my mind, maybe the lady who she's referencing is a trapeze artist. Maybe she wasn't super hourglass. Maybe she was more of an athletic. But just make it drag. Okay. I'm sorry, Tom. Okay. Just make it drag. I guess it, she looks really different because she came in wearing a really big breastplate. So she looks different. Her silhouette looks really different here. But maybe she's showing the judge's versatility. 
Dane seen her. <laughs> this is their first look of the queens. Now, Ariel Reck comes in and she's referencing Alaska, who, do you remember she was a guest judge last yes, season? Yes, she was. Yeah. So she's been in like Almodovar films. She is um, quite the kind of icon on the Madrid scene. Um, so again, I don't know enough about Alaska to know how much this looks like her. Because I remember she had black hair, didn't she, when she was a judge? She had like black hair and pencil thin brows, but maybe she had this kind of like punky thing going on. Unless like Ariel, is she like all about the red hair? Well, it's it's too thin. Maybe she'll change it up. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I do it's like. A- look, I don't know who the the outfits referencing, but mm-hmm. I like the look. Yeah, and that's, that's what yeah. I was trying to tell you about Yota. Is that I don't understand. I don't know what the reference material was, but the look I that didn't. It doesn't speak to me, but That's this fine. look, I don't know. I don't remember Alaska. I don't know the specific Alaska reference, but I, I can tell you that I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. And it reminds me of what the girls see. Oh, this is the first time you're in heels. She must really fit um, her drag into this kind of punky mm. grunge era because she's not wearing heels here. She's in those, those big platforms. So maybe this is more her yeah. her vibe. I do like, you know, the, the chainsaw as a prop is really cool. She's got fun, punky vibes. Yeah, she looks like she'd tear up a stage. It's good. It's it's nice. Just just don't show uh, ginger spice there because she um she won't appreciate. Oh no no, she won't no. appreciate she it. She won't understand. She'll be frightened. Right? She'll be frightened. Oh, oh gosh, oh, Jerry, I, I would horrible. never. She would never recover from that. <laughs> she would never recover from that episode. I knew. I knew Jerry Halliwell was a bit unusual even before that. You know, I Did just you? remember seeing a documentary about her. She was just like, mm. yeah, she's just a bit, you know, a bit of an unusual person. <laughs> Next up, we've got Marina. Uh, so Marina is referencing um, Jose Okana. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much for that. Thank you, thank you. Um, who is a drag artist and painter from Barcelona? Um, so yeah, she's given me kind of. I'm really enjoying this look, the big feathered hat, and the, I think this is a really fun look. Even if I didn't know, well, I don't know who she's referencing. I'm still enjoying it, and the kind of reveal of the tuck is fun as well. So I'm getting kind of like you know transgressive confrontational drag if that's something that that she did or does then that that's quite you know fun and confrontational it's like yeah look at my tuck there was something um powerful and confident mm. about the way that she kind of just strolled down and it was it, it's just, a middle finger was it was it, it was a yeah. huge middle finger yeah and i feel like the performance just really excelled the whole look and vibe for me mm-hmm. i like this look because of the way that she sold it yes um also the look's not too bad i, I think, think it's it looks really, really cool it yeah. definitely gives me i wonder if the idea is it's almost like an artist's hat and smock you said come in san diego with um who won the mini challenge? Australia. Australia. This is Carmen San Diego's well, hat. Carmen San Diego is, it, but Carmen Tom, is, is red Tom. and black. But I'm just saying, this is the length. Okay. The, the, how, the, the, the bigness. The bigness? The bigness, yes. We're familiar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Could you imagine me? The hugitude. The bigness, it. yeah. yeah. The, the largity. The, norm, the enormous. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Can't speak Spanish. Can't speak English. <laughs> like, what are we good for here? Nothing. It's a great look um, and great sound. So Marina, clap, clap. Yeah, really good stage presence and performance there, I thought. Diamante Mary Brown. So she is representing Agustina of Aragon. So 
Um, she, quick Google tells me she's basically the Spanish Joan of Arc, and that's about all I know of her. Um, so I guess kind of like um, this is fun. She's got these little um, booby cannons, and she does like a little confetti pop, uh, which is a fun touch. It's a nice little element. You know, the it's it's a. I mean, it's kind of similar to her entrance look in some ways because it's a leotard, but it's like in a Vivian Westwood esque plaid with the kind of McQueen esque um, cage skirt. Um, so I feel like she's putting her spin on the mythology of this lady. Okay. It's not, I don't think it's the most elevated, highly yeah. constructed garment. Yeah. But I, I think her drag is something she can dance in. This is why I think she's a lip syncer. Yeah. She's, um, her runways so far show me that she is a dance performer <laughs> yeah. queen. And um, and if that's where her drag is, that's beautiful. That's exactly. lovely. She can only bring herself, it's just, it's, it's sad when whenever the challenge doesn't really sync up to what, mm. you know, what your strengths are. But this is how it goes. I do think, you know, with the little cannons and stuff, it was a fun little attempt to elevate the look. Do you know she reminds me of Tom? Um, who's this? Um, um, UK season three. <laughs> who's that little firecracker one that was like... Oh, Electra. Um, Electra. She reminds me of Electra because she's like always in movement yeah, she, yeah. She, she's quite like a, she's kind of like yeah yeah I'm a, <laughs> like she, she's always got that like I'm ready to dance the yeah. house down she's got that vibe for me and it's such okay. a good vibe to have so I, I really want to see I her I really like her energy I do like her energy yeah. a lot oh yeah. and she, she got energy she, she is the definition of a she firecracker like a time. firecracker um, Judy so, G this is one I don't have to google because she's referencing Agatha Ruiz de la Prada who I have referenced before on the show to regular listeners she's just really really fun um designer from madrid who does like um everything's like a bit crayon box everything's got like a childish spin to it really colorful um but the what she's done there is is presented the the flag of madrid um with detachable stars some of which may be detaching unintentionally but still i think the kiss and the throw was fun um, and there's that PVC element and stuff. I thought that was a really nice look, actually. I think she was really showing off her figure. It was it was glamour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The look, way that I, she seduced everyone with that lovely, what's that um, that hippie like thing? a wiggle. What's what's that cartoon character? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. I felt like she really Jessica Rabbit did yeah. down that runway. She did. Like, okay. Or like the lady from Mars Attack. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I don't know if those stars were supposed to fall off. I think she covered it really well when she took another one off and threw it. <laughs> Do you think so, that was a cover? If if it was or wasn't, it just it really tidied up that what would have been an awkward mess. It's a great look. It's it's elegant. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she looked great. I love a fishtail gown though. Yeah. Next up, we've got. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Marisa, um, who's come as Marta Sanchez, um, who. I mean, she tells us that she's a lady who, like, fantastic. She's a she's a kind of activist in Spain. She raises awareness about breast cancer, and I mean, yeah, this is a fun. It's, I mean, it's a bodysuit with a, with a big pink bow, isn't it? Um, she looks fun. I know what she's referencing. Everybody gets the the breast cancer awareness reference there. Um, worthy, very worthy cause. Um, so great. That's what's close to her heart. It's um. Yeah, it's it's instantly recognizable. Mm. It is uh it's a ribbon. It's a huge ribbon. Now it is a ribbon. It's a big ribbon. A pink ribbon. Big pink ribbon. 
um, with a bandana type thing on that she has over the hoof. Over the hoof. Over yeah. the hoof. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that it's it's. I think that the statement is is strong. I think that it's quite clever, actually, mm-hmm. um, to get away with a costume this simple, but it means something. Does it? Did the lady wear something like this, or she just oh, say, I, or does she just have this outfit and saying that someone? It's because um, the lady um, campaigns for breast cancer awareness. That's what she's saying. Did the lady wear this? I don't. Th- I don't know if she wore it, but she campaigns for breast cancer awareness. Okay, so I mean, that's. Queen of your hometown, she's she's representing uh, breast cancer awareness, not that lady, because this could be anyone. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it could argue up, but it sounds like to Spanish people, this lady is synonymous with breast okay. cancer awareness. The vibe I'm getting. Well, then, well, if that's the vibe, Tom, if that's the vibe, <laughs> yes. then we we'll let it slide. We can only go on vibes today, yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For this whole series of España season two, vibes, vibes. Uh, all the all the vibes are, are very valid. Oh, that is so, how we're so going so to judge every so. every queen, every every episode. Sharon. So this is somebody else I didn't have to Google. So it's Montserrat Cabal. Um, and she, I, I most remember her for doing the duet with Freddie Mercury, the Barcelona duet, yeah? Did, okay. Did you get that in New Zealand? No. It was for, like, the Olympics. Was it, like, 1992 that was in Barcelona? I don't or know. Or 1988. How old am I? God, was it 88? I wasn't born Well, yet. I know how old I am. Um, so I think this is really fun because um, there's the, the Barcelona skyline on her dress. Th- this girl has come prepared. She She's pr- pr- given me character. She sang on the stage. She's, she's holding herself beautifully. Sorry, sure. She didn't just sing on the stage. She sang, she sang on, the stage. on the stage. That was beautiful. Yeah. I thought it was a real woman with that register, that, mm. that lovely soprano. It was beautiful. You know what she also did? Which I love. She told them, "You do not don't do not eliminate me before a singing challenge. Uh-huh. You need me for a musical. Yeah. You need me for the girl group challenge. So here I am telling you right now, don't get rid of me." <laughs> you thought Davina De Campo had range, yeah. but me. she has the range. Okay, she has the range, and then there's she a, does a little reveal with the Freddie in her hair. There's a lot to like about this look and performance, and I think Sharon is telling us from a very early stage what she is as an artist and yeah. that is highly accomplished and i'm really excited to see more from her for the rest of this season from the movement to the singing um yeah. this was a stellar runway performance oh totally and i do feel like this outfit is something that i would kind of see on a um and on a singer on an opera singer well yeah yeah i, I yeah i believe so especially that wig especially that wig that that's very evocative of of uh, montserrat yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's, it's a good one. I like him, Estrella Extravaganza. <laughs> so she comes. Is she in the house of Extravaganza? By the way, mm, well, I don't think so. Possibly. So um, <laughs> she comes out as this. Tom, I like, doubt. I doubt she's in the house of Extravaganza. Okay. I, I highly doubt it. She comes out as somebody who I really want to learn more about, uh, Monica De- Del Raval. Now, to me, like again, and this, this is the thing about me. Just feeling like she's got this whole John Waters energy about her. Like she reminds me of Edie Massey in this get up. Absolutely, I see that and yeah. I feel that vibe. She's giving it off too. Yeah, she's not just showing the. She's not showing it. She's giving it as well. So I'd love to know more about this Monica lady because she seems like a complete who. And she's she tells us the story about how she told her mum she was going to go become a prostitute. Um, and here she is. She does stumble on the stage, but she turns it into a little gag. She's very charming, Australia. 
this is another girl that I'm really warming to quite quickly. Mm. She's my kind of drag, I think. I'm not sure she's yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? I, I have to say that the reason that, I mean, I, I think she's cute. I think she's lovely. She's cute. There is there is something that I, I haven't, that I'm not getting from her in, in, in terms of... Uh, uh, this is I, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. Perhaps you'll find the words at some point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There, there's just something that's making me go, I'm not a hundred percent there with you, but I'm loving what you I'm liking what you're doing. Well we'll see what Yeah, but I, I think as the episodes then. go on, it will click what it is. Okay. Yeah. Let, perhaps in a moment when you've seen her third look, you will know and you can put it into words. But I do for think us. she's lovely. She's absolutely lovely and I and I love what she did in the runway. Stop overcompensating. Yeah. Um, so next we've got... Bolo, she's gone. She's not on the stage anymore. No, she can't hear you. And then next we've got Seth Lars. Um, now, to begin with, the presentation. Did you ever see um, that? Was it the third or fourth Texas Chainsaw Massacre where Leatherface decides to become a drag queen? No. <laughs> so that that's the vibe I got when she stood. So, or like Buffalo Bill and the woman's suit kind of thing. Thankfully, she throws that to one side. And she's giving us Freddie Mercury joins the cast of Cats, isn't she? Yeah, I I thought she was going to crack out um, memories when she did that reveal. It's very, it's very of the Cats music theatre wardrobe. So she's referencing a, a lady called Lolita Pluma. Um, now, I don't know if Lolita did things like that with dodgy face masks. I would say that that like, kind of detracted from it. A little bit in the sense, I don't know. I guess it was like a fun reveal. Did I like? Yes, it was silly and it was camp. I did like it as a reveal and she threw it away. And then there was the cat. There's a lot of layers to this and there's a lot of preparation. Mm. Um, and then she had the backdrop as a cape and stuff. She's already reminding me a little bit in a way of um, Killer Queen. No, hang on. That, that was, I'm getting the mixed up. It's Ariel who's Killer Queen's daughter, isn't it? This was Seth Lass. Sithalas is Volcano's door, so I'm getting completely mixed up there. Um, there was a lot going on here, and it was fun presentation with lots of layers, literally. Yeah. Yeah? Did it pay off? I mean, apparently this lady used to feed the cats in the park. Hmm. That's what that was about. I, I think I liked the first look better than the cat's reveal, because the cat's reveal really was... Um, Amateur musical cats. It was Grizabella. Yeah. It was Rumple Teaser. Exactly. <laughs> she could have said that she sang memories. <laughs> but, but no. Uh, next up, we've got Onyx. Onyx really, like, she's already shaping up to be a look queen, I think. Um, so she is symbolizing. I like how she says, I'm being Isabel II. All I know is that she got a canal named after her. So I'm wondering if she maybe might have had, had a bit the, of an, an aquatic dress. That, but this is beautiful. Now, the, 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 the breastplate and the kind of splash water effect is very reminiscent of Iris Van Herpen, who did several dresses like that. And I love all the tulle and the skirt. This is a really beautiful dress. I think it's gorgeous. I, I think it's good. It, there's a slight chance that she had it and made it fit the theme, but she looks beautiful. And it's a fun presentation as well, <laughs> checking the water droplets and stuff. I mean, that, that breastplate is fantastic. That, that, and it's, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for layers of tool as well. She's like if Iris Van Herpen made a dress for Cinderella or What's Her Chops from Frozen. 
Elsa. Elsa, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good look. It's, it's, I like I guess that's one of my favourites so far yeah, on the stage. Yeah, I'm already it's, it's enjoying Onyx's looks are already paying off. So the next, now the next category is symbol of your hometown. So, so now we're going into the Queen's second looks. So Venedita's come dressed as Executor from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <laughs> Executor. Um, no, but like it's cool. And so she's referencing her hometown, um, but basically El- Elche. Um, and it's a, because the, there's a big shoemaking industry and they're famous for their palm trees. So she's put them together to be a walking palm tree. Overall, I like the camp of this look. Yeah, I was going to say, I love the camp, uh, the, the, mm. the camp and the camp. It reminds me, um, I've mentioned this before. There was a runway, was it, what was it, 2020, 2021 by Norke Ninimiya um, that like a lot of the models just had plants on their heads. Um, so she might be doing a little nod to that. It's very drag, so I like it because of yeah, that. Yeah, it's total drag. Did I say that it's camp? <laughs> yeah, it's but camp, and I love it. what you said you were serving was camp. Next up, we have Jota. So Jota, um, this is really, really cool. I like this a lot. And like, this is the second look where she's really serving, like, it's instantly recognizably Spanish. Yeah. You know? She's part flamenco dancer, part matador. So she's blending those masculine and feminine elements. She takes the skirt didn't even look like a reveal, and then she takes it off, and it's a bullfighter's cape. But the the whole ensemble is so chic with the kind of like bolero jacket, the the cincher in the middle, the pants. Um, I just think she looks really, really cool. I really like this look a lot. I love the look. I yeah. love the look, and I love the whole masculine, feminine. How she had that. Was it the dress that she had? The skirt became the bullfighter's cape. I think that's really. I smart. wish she showed a bit more confidence with that dress. She knew she was stumbling. There was something really about it yeah. that I was like, she, like that dress was owning her. She wasn't owning that dress. Like she didn't like use it as a dance prop as I would like to see. She was just like, now it's this way. Now yeah. it's that way. So she didn't make a, a moment out of it. And it could have been a moment. Um, but besides that, I love this look. It's, I think a, it's a hell she, yes. You could tell that she wished she'd practiced a little more with that She cape. should have. Absolutely. She should have practiced. So, but she definitely overall, didn't. You can tell she hasn't practiced. The Next look is up, lovely though. It's so good. Samantha Valentine's. So Samantha is, um, I like this. I like this a lot. This is probably my favorite Samantha look of the episode so far um so she's referencing she's wearing diapers oh she can walk out there in diapers and they will (laughs) her smile is beautiful yeah i do see what you mean that the pants a little grandma-ish but the corset is beautiful really lovely embellished i love the big tall train i love that big hair on her i think that's the biggest hair we've seen so far and i think the the fascinator with the the conch shell is really really cute I love it all except for the bottom part of that outfit. It just looks like it just looks. It's like ma- she forgot about it's it. It's a bit matronly. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be like that. It's almost like I love everything else. It would have been better actually if the tool had Covered been more it. of a, a full wraparound. Yeah, yes, it's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, but but there's there's a lot to like about it all the same. Yeah. Okay, next up we've got Ariel Rick. So she's symbolizing um, Atletico Madrid, I think, the football team. So we've seen this before, but it's always fun if it's done well, which is a masculine symbol like a football kit made feminine. Um, if I'm being honest, I think I probably would have liked the shorts and stuff to have been tailored a little bit more because they're giving me a bit boy. They're a bit Cynthia Lee Fontaine. 
Oh gosh. You know, I think that that could that element could be oh, feminized gosh, a little bit. Comparison. But her makeup is fab. I love the King Neptune um, hair piece. Um, the the cape gives it some fun drama. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being really negative. I just really honed in on those boy shorts. They just could have been feminized. They could have been a hot pant. I love the wig. I love the face. I love the shoes. And that's it. Everything. I know what she was. I know what she stood for, but she didn't do a good job of representing that, unfortunately, for me. For you? For me. I do also think like the. But I love the face. I love the makeup. I love that. I love that wig. It is amazing. And I love the shoes because it's like um, like trainers with a, a heel. Yeah, that is really cool. I like that a lot. I guess what I'd say a little bit is that to my eye, the King Neptune element is such a different color scheme to the rest of it. It jars a little bit, but that's just my stupid eyes. Marina's walking down um, with a very punk. Yes. What are, are those cones or is that an actual, that's a cone. So yeah, but it's like a punk hairstyle, isn't it? So she's representing a Chemplay, which is um, a region of Barcelona. Um, and so she says that the diagonal elements, because it, it's, it's really distinctive when you see it from like an aerial view, it's it's got like diagonal streets and stuff. Okay. And so she's got various elements of symbolism in there, but she's put it together to give it this overall really like punky uh, vibe, which I think is really, really cool. I think she looks, um, and it's so different to her other look, but I think mm. she's always going to have like this sense of like androgyny. Trans, uh, andro- androgyny. Androgyny. <laughs> yeah. One glass of wine, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, androgyny um, kind of confrontational, transgressive, punky drag, I think is going to be her go-to. Um, but this is cool. I like this a lot. I think she looked great. I, th- I think I like it. You do? I do like it. Yeah, this is cool. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think yeah. she's cool as well. I think that's what's helping. She's got really good stage presence. Next, I've got Diamante. She's got a beautiful smile, Diamante, and she's got a real enthusiasm about her. Um, what do I think about this? Obviously, she's representing Dominican Republic with baseball. Um, I mean, it gives me baseball. It gives me baseball. Um, maybe it doesn't quite give me enough drag for my taste. Do you think it needed a big weave, not a hat? I like I like I like the scorpion um tail sort of hairpiece. There's some maybe the dra- the jacket swamping her is what I'm seeing. The jacket's making her look boxy. Every time she's on the runway, I just want to see her dance. But, <laughs> I'm like, I really want to see you dance because I love the way that she moves. I just love the way that she moves. Do you know what she needs the jacket though, otherwise it's her third leotard. That's why she has to be wearing the jacket. I, I know baseball jackets have that fit to them. I just wish it didn't swamp her. I think I didn't like the cap. I think what I didn't like was the cap. I wanted to see mm. some volume. I still wanted... I, the cap would have been a nice addition, but I feel like it, it, short, it shortened her. That cap yeah. shortened her. It's hard It's hard to make... What are they called? Sports games? Sports games. It's hard to make sports games drag... I mean, I I just think if you're going to do that, do the whole Tom Ford thing and make, just put throw a load of sequins on it. Okay. But anyway. Um, Chirichi. So Chirichi comes out with this beautifully symbolic muscle. Um, it's like a Giorgio O'Keefe take on a muscle. Um, so I do like... It is basically a big muscle stuck on the front of a bodysuit. And we did wonder, didn't we, is she holding it or is it stuck on there? I think it's stuck on there. 
Um, I think it's cute how she's nude. She's showing off her body. I think she's holding it. Do you think? I think she's holding it. I don't know. It's not moving. It's just okay, She walked out with a clam. That's a no for me. Is it? It's an absolute no for me. I don't know. I think it's fun and silly. She walked out with a clam. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Um, Marisa Prisa? Marisa. I like this. There's elements I like. There's elements I don't. She needs more hair. That's the that's like a sister-sister in her mummy outfit level of ponytail. Oh, yeah. It could have been longer. Yeah. But do you see how she's wearing the ponytail up? So, like, it's not like the cap that, um, that Diamante wore where mm. you couldn't see the height of the ponytail. But this one, you can. I just wish the ponytail was longer. I, I think the, I love the look, but I want it to be longer. The PVC element, I guess, is quite chic. Um, and it's in this kind of like shift dress kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite, I'm going to say. It's not my favorite, just yeah, for some reason. Yeah, it passes for me. Yeah. And last, we've got Sharon. So Sharon, this is really, really cool. So she comes out looking like an elegant Dior lady. And then she reveals it. Basically, like it's a, it's like a tiered symbolism of barcelona thing so she's got like the sagrada da familia in her as, as a kind of fascinator she's got a gaudi-esque mosaic on the the body uh and then she's got the, the pigeons i mean I've, I've been to barcelona only once but i loved it it was beautiful i didn't maybe just because we have so many pigeons in the uk i didn't really associate it with pigeons but apparently that's a thing but okay. certainly like I, the gaudi stuff is all really really beautiful i think that's really good I like the idea. I don't like the execution. Okay. I will say kind of, I think it's probably intentional that the feathers are a bit all over the place, but also if it's going to be rolled up like that, they're going to be a bit. Oh, oh so there's more. There is more. Estrella Extravaganza. So Estrella is, is kind of like, I guess I don't know enough about where she comes from to get the exact reference, but it's kind of like a flamenco equestrian avant-garde extravaganza, isn't it? Um, it's certainly fun. Now she's got a ponytail that's worth. That's yeah. That is the length of a ponytail on the drag queen. If you're gonna have a, I like a, this look. If you're gonna whip a braid, it has to be at least that long. I like this look. It's fun. It's. It, I love this. Pre- There's something about this presentation mm. that's taken me a step closer to liking her. It was that. It was a real confidence. Okay. There's something there that was just authentic. Okay. I liked it. it was, and, and she looked beautiful. She looked stunning. We got there in the end. Uh, is there one? It was a drag, a drag Sith last. So she comes out, and I love this. This is very like it reminds me of a McQueen runway with this kind of like red queen kind of rose petal elaborate cape, and then she reveals into like a really it's a bodysuit, but it's a really elaborate bodysuit. It's very embellished. It's got this chainmail element um, again, very McQueen, her, the McQueen Joan runway, um, but also a bit kind of like Paco Rabanne. Um, with the chainmail elements, there's really, really cool. I think this is this is the embellishments are beautiful. She's brought some great costumes, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. I like it. I think her drag is all about details and embellishments. I mean, that's it's a stunning. It's very and she's a pretty girl. She's very, very she's pretty girl. I think this next one is from Onyx. Oh, this is, is oh my god. This is. This is ethereal. This is otherworldly. So she's giving oh, wow. us... It's based on the Fallen Angel Monument in Madrid. And what I love about it is... Um, they, they Don't they say that angels are actually genderless? And that's why that's probably why she's covered her nipples like that. 
and obviously she's got her tuck that's blurred out. But this is really, this is confrontational. This is dark. This is beautiful. There's the wings. There's the the snake. Um, this is really, really beautiful. This really like, is art. Very artistic. Onyx has given us three amazing looks today. Onyx is, wow. I, that's probably, that's my favorite look of hers of the night. Tom, look, we've seen all the looks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear your tops and bottoms. So up there for me are Onyx and Sharon. Yep. I, I already like them. Sharon? Yeah. The one with the birds? Yeah. All her, right. Her, her, um... Monster Outlook was fantastic. Okay. Um, Estrella, I like a lot. Yeah. Marina was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Lass was fab. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably named my favourites. Oh, and uh, actually, um, I'm, I'm still learning everybody's Yota. name, of course. Yota. Yeah. Yota was great My well. favourites were Onyx, Yota, um, Estrella, and Marina. I think for me today, I can only really name like maybe a top six and a bottom six. And I don't really know what's going to happen among them. Is so you're any... saying that everyone else is, is in the bottom? Well, I've got my favorites and I've got my last favorites. Okay. And I think I've named my faves there. Is there anybody who you think really, really struggled to make an impact and might have landed in the bottom? Um, Marisa Prisa? The, yeah, unfortunately. But I do wonder... It's the confidence of the presentation of such as anything, but I do I do think that tiny that tiny plot is criminal. I think Marisa, um, also probably Diamante. I love Diamante's energy, but she has worn basically three swimming costumes. Ariel Rick's second look. What was her first look? No, I loved her first look. So no, um, yeah, I'd say those those two are probably the only ones that stand out to me as being maybe in the bottom. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I don't like Sharon's second look, but I did like her first look and presentation. I'm just gonna. That's 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 what you have from me. That's all I have. I th- I think that's enough, really. Yeah. I think we'll have to see what the judges think. So, so many congratulations to Onyx, the yes. first queen to have the Amexi challenge. I when told you she was a look queen when she walked in. I mean, I'm not against that. She delivered amazing looks she deserved that went 100 percent. very high caliber um and sharon was high as well and they kind of gave mixed critiques to marina and jota and jota was in the bottom three yeah but was spared so who was in the bottom two it was samantha ballantines versus marisa plisa it was we didn't quite put samantha down there did we maybe i think we just like her and her confidence yeah let's let's be honest we're human we're human human. she um she lulled us she wooed us (laughs) she wooed us um with her confessionals and um you you're, got us gal you're right she is the narrator isn't she is she? she's great um let's talk about the lip sync i i'm in two minds because i don't want to see samantha go yet i don't think it's her time to go i think yeah she has too much to offer yeah. for you to take her away from me so soon <laughs> rob rob you of samantha ballantines I I mean, and I don't understand um, how people appreciate the performance, especially because like the the song obviously obviously plays a big part, and I'm, my eyes are yeah. jetting to between the subtitles and the performance. Uh, I think maybe Samantha gave a more to the lyrics moment in lip sync because the the judges were living for her. She performed and she used kind of every trick in her arsenal. 
you could argue it got a bit messy. Oh yeah, for me it was it got messy. It got it got too messy. Um, it it just it was it kind of it became slightly manic. It did a little bit. I guess one thing I'd say is that she did give a lot of fun moments, and Marissa, who was I guess kind of like more low energy especially at the beginning she, the, it, it seemed to be like an infectious sense of fun sort of thing and she ended up play, they were interacting a lot and that was cute with like the boxing and stuff no i think that marissa so i think that uh samantha was interacting with <laughs> marissa yes. a lot yeah um, one one can argue uh Maybe she got too much in her face and it affected her own performance. And Marissa I'm was just, just really good-natured about yeah, it. Yeah, I think Marissa can't say anything because Samantha's such a name yeah. that you kind of just have to take her. But I'm just thinking if someone's doing that to me, trying to take me out, I'm, I'm like, um, back off, bitch. <laughs> um, I'm trying to fight for my life here as well. Um, I did like Marissa, Marissa Police's performance. I want to say, I, she, I, yeah. I think in some ways I preferred her performance over um, Samantha's, but I don't want Samantha to go. And also, from what I can see from the judges, they're living for they were, Samantha. They were. So maybe maybe we're, we're lost in the music. Maybe there's something in the music where it does call for something manic, where mm. it does call for all these shenanigans, and therefore her performance was stellar. I do want to give Marisa some props, you're right, because I was surprised by her confidence and her acting. Yeah, um, this, is the Marisa, the, this is the Marisa Plisa I wish I I saw from day one yeah. from the walk-in this is the most confident she's been and I think that's probably why she was cast but I wanted to see that from the first second she stepped in and it's sad when queens only show who they are mm. when they have to lip sync for their life because sometimes <laughs> it's too late yeah I do, I do think Samantha's got this if I was, yeah. a, if I was a betting man yeah let's, let's have a look and we're correct the winner is Samantha so we say goodbye to Marisa Plisa we do goodbye Marisa I mean that's how it goes you seem, that's like, how it goes. You seem like such a sweetie darling such a sweetie darling I'm sure we'll be seeing you again very soon hopefully this lights a fire for our Samantha she should not be in the bottom yeah and it's and it's hard when you come in with a reputation because people are judging you with what they already know mm-hmm. especially when you come in with a good one um, so her and Sharon I'm I'm, I'm it's it's sad, but hopefully that they keep in perspective that this is a competition amongst these other queens, yeah, and that they need to keep that fair. But you know what? Yeah, what you know who her biggest competition is, don't you? Herself, herself, herself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, that was season two, episode one, Drag Race España. Look, we're gonna just end up covering the whole thing. Feel free to email us, message us, help us out. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if guys, you are from yeah. Spain and we, you can give us some info, let us know, totally. please. We love learning. Absolutely. When it comes to inter- international franchises. Obviously, we do have, you know, as much as we can, we do our bits of research, we Google things, but like. There's no no substitute for for the knowledge of somebody from yeah. that country. Yeah. So so feel free to flick us a message yeah. on any of our platforms on Twitter, on mm-hmm. social, on Instagram, yeah. on email, however you can. We're happy to conversate. Okay. Conversate. So thank you so much for joining us. So we're now covering España. We got season fourteen, episode three hundred, coming out um this weekend. So Just a couple of days. you'll hear from us very soon. This is Bolo and Dr. Tom. See you guys Lots later, of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>